0: Thanks, Ashley. Uh, thinking about CAO applications, have you got any sort of uh, good memories or bad memories from that time?
1: Um, not too bad. I mean, everyone's anxious, aren't they, waiting for it. So I think I was a little bit anxious, but my sister's waiting for hers on oh. Friday. So, yeah, the household is a little bit nervous. But okay. she's excited. I think she's thinking about the afterwards and going out for drinks and stuff like that. So I don't think she's too concerned about the about the results just yet, but we'll see.
0: She's more willing and waiting to get <laughs> it passed mm-hmm. and exactly. get the results out. Well, your household, just like many across the country, Ashley, thanks for joining. This morning, be back with the news at twelve.
2: KCLR live with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre, Carlow, with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets, and a state-of-the-art IMC Cinema. See Fairgreen.ie. six nine
0: six nine six is our dinners ready text and WhatsApp line free phone number eighteen hundred ninety ninety six ninety six, and always you can email us KCLR live at KCLR ninety six FM Now we kicked off the show this morning with breaking news uh, about the. Iceland stores in Carlo and indeed in Waterford. Uh, we're joined on the line now by Brian, Brian Toomey. He's the manager of the Carlo store to give us a bit of an update on, on what he's heard over the last 24 hours. Uh, Brian, um, shocking news arriving. When did you get the news?
1: Top, top of the mind, you know. Um, well, basically, I, I got whispers and I got tipped off on Monday by, uh, you know, a friend not to. Reveal my sources or names. Mm-hmm. You know, our respect for the people. Well, I I got a a phone call on Monday to bring to my attention the shop was going to be closed on Tuesday. I uh, immediately rang head office, uh, uh, my my next in line line manager, and was told any nothing about it, and I would be contacted back. And uh, I didn't. So I rang again, and I was kind of fobbed off, so I rang the examiner who was acting for the company, and uh, they said he knew nothing about it, but would ask their colleagues, ring me in two minutes, and I, I heard nothing back about it, so, you know, um, I didn't alert my staff, all my staff or friends, were, you know, we, we're all very, very close, we all go on, thank God, and, you know, some of them have worked with for almost 11 years, and I feel very loyal, and, loyal to me, so I didn't say anything because I wouldn't be the the boy that cried wolf in case I was wrong. And that must have been a difficult you know,
0: position for, for you to be in, Brian, in terms of you know uh, being yeah. there to not just manage the staff as would have been the case over the last eleven years, but to, to be their yeah, friend yeah, and to like, give them that information also.
1: Yeah, like I mean, we're you know I, I'm sixty years of age and I've worked in Tesco's for twenty five years. I've worked in a number of companies and I've worked in. Maybe twenty yard shops over the years, and you know rarely had a, had a situation where kind of every member of staff and management got on you know, and think, things changed in March when we were taken over by another company, and you know I could see people were starting to get treated badly and stuff like that, and things gone on that, you know you, you wouldn't have been happy that with that, it. Uh, so that, yeah, that, that now the company went into examinership and you know, we were told the exammership was there to, you know, answer our calls and that, and, you know, people getting left short wages, getting, not being paid how they pay, and, you know, you're fighting this, and you're not getting replied emails, you're not getting questions answered, you know. Now, unfortunately, on Friday, my, uh, my girlfriend's brother died in Kilkenny Hospital, he, he took ill two days prior to that with a stroke, and he seemed to be on demand and fell into a coma and he died on Friday so yesterday uh, I was at his funeral in Magnus Town and head office knew this and it was my day off I wasn't taking it wasn't compassionate leave or anything like you know it was my day off and to be contacted while I'm not awake in company with a lot of you know very uh, sad people to ask me to take a call with my staff regarding the shop and I said well I'm actually at a, a funeral today and like the, the member had office and questions oh I talked to nurses and I said what's going on oh I, I, I can't tell and I said the shop's been closed isn't it and she said well I said I know it's been closed yeah it, it is been closed and I said and you're just telling us now oh I'm to find out and I said well I found out yesterday and it was denied and I said people deserve to be treated better than this so I rang um my you know member of management that walks right you know alongside me and alerted him to what was going on and then he was brought into the office by another person who had been in the shop and had office to confirm the shop's been closed mm. today.
0: Yeah. And Brian, uh, how are the question. how are the staff feeling this morning I mean you're talking I think they're 12 very, staff very, they're going to be hugely impacted yeah. obviously losing their jobs
1: they're very very they're very very like I, I've spoke to someone maybe a half an hour ago you know who's been in the company for 11 years and again I, I respect I won't name names but they they don't they don't know the procedure I don't know the procedure they, they went down to social welfare this morning didn't know they needed the data safe didn't know you need the uh public identity card. I don't know all this because I've never had to do it before mm. you yeah. know and like were, the, the shop is temporarily closed we, we don't know how true that, that is whether it's permanent or temporarily because it's gone on in a number of shops over the past couple of months now and, and Brian and
0: have you had an official statement in writing from head office or from the company or anything like that as to, as to what the see, future there holds
1: zoom, the, there was a zoom call in uh, yesterday a half-four and for all the staff in the shop and, you know, what was said to them was you know, you're all being laid off and nobody go home just straight away go, go in and have a cup of coffee and relax in the canteen yeah, you know, that, like that's a thank you very much for your service and I, I joined the call and I, I remained kind of in the background and stayed quiet, I didn't realise I was on the call, but I had my friends and my staff asking questions and this guy who I wrote name was taking the call and oh I can't answer that I can't answer that and, I, and so I jumped in I said hi this is Brian and I said can I ask why you take the call if you don't have any of the answers and I said you know are you just reading it from a piece of paper mm. and he said I've right, come on here to show people respect and, and you know show morals and I said so giving staff 40 minutes notice that they're over job, you did you consider that own staff respect because where I come from it's not, you know, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I suggest that maybe somebody else be on the call in this person's place who might have answers.
0: Yeah, it sounds challenging alright.
1: Uh, and I also requested that um the issue every member of staff with an email stating that they've been laid off because if you wait a few days and request this you probably won't get replied from an answer because that's the, the way it's been with them, you know.
0: Yeah, and Brian, do you expect yeah. union involvement in, in this situation?
1: Well, unfortunately, I'm the only person in my shop that's in the union and uh, they, my union, of course, will be involved. I know the Waterford branch, many of the members are in too and the manager from Waterford rang me last night and told me they had locked themselves in, you know. You know, a bit, of, a bit of notice, a bit of respect. It made all the difference. It was, up, it was up in court on Monday and a uh, request to extend an uh, adjournment for four weeks because there was an investor... Yeah, a, lot, to come on board, a lot still to come, we'll and I'm sure I'm sure a lot of news still
0: to, to come out as well. Brian uh, Brian, Toomey, manager of that Iceland store in Carlo, thank you very much for your time this morning. I'm sure it's very distressing for you and all the staff. Pass on our regards and our thoughts to, to all of the employees up there, and we'll stay um, tuned to what's happening with that story as it continues to develop over, I'm sure, the days and weeks ahead. KCLR Live, 083 306 9696, if you've got any thoughts on anything that we're talking about here this morning. Now, another situation that's going to unfold over the days and weeks ahead, leaving set results, CAO applications, all still to come, a challenging time. Uh, wading your way through all of the difficult information and knowledge that you need, um, particularly if you're going through it for the first time as a parent or a student, somebody who's got all of all of the answers for us, no pressure at all, Gemma Lawler, guidance counsellor with Reach Guidance. Good morning, Gemma.
3: Good morning. Thank you for having me. So
0: d- d- it is something that you need to be on top of in terms of getting all that information, don't you?
3: It's very important to kind of be as prepared as possible um, for this coming up um, especially for parents so that they can be in the best possible situation to support their youngster Mm. who is at a huge transition in in their lives they've just finished secondary school now they're waiting for the results of the exams which will determine the pathway that they will take in the next year, two years, three years.
0: Yeah, we were talking off air there during the news uh, about how it's changed because I couldn't, I wasn't sure. I mean, my eldest is is only going into second year, so we're away away from that just yet. So my only um, interaction with getting leaving services, and I never went to college, so I never went through the CAO process. Was the morning first, second week of August, when you went back to school to be greeted by all the teachers and all your fellow students who all of a sudden looked totally different and were acting totally different to how they were when you were still a school student. We went into the hall, got the envelopes, went outside and there was varying degrees of celebration and misery going on in the yard. Has it changed much in terms of the delivery of the results?
3: It, it has changed in the last couple of years. We've just noticed that ourselves, um in that. There's a lot of deciphering to do of the results when in the school office before students come in. And what they receive is an envelope with the provisional results. There is also the option now...
0: Sorry, provisional results? This yes. Are day results that maybe could be challenged or if somebody was exactly. unsure about... okay.
3: So, they can be appealed. So, they're called the provisional results. So, it's not actually your leaving certificate. If you want your leaving certificate, you have to go and register for it and uh, apply for it to be sent to you. and
0: And is that a key point to make? I mean, is this almost like a legal acceptance of the initial results when you apply for the cert?
3: Yes. So, that okay, you have
0: so, so that's a point that we need to consider because if somebody's going oh well I'm not quite sure about that geography result maybe we'll appeal for it. Well, while you're doing the appeal don't for go on and log on and, exactly. and get the cert.
3: Exactly. But there's a very tight window for the appeals process because an awful lot of the exams were marked um, digitally this year um, it, and also they want to make sure people get places that they require to mm. go on to CAO. So there's a very tight window for the appeals process so that If a paper is appealed, um, it can be remarked and rechecked and the results can be relevant for this academic year.
0: And how tight is that window? I mean, I know you said it's very tight. I mean, what dates have you got in terms of making those appeals?
4: So
3: so the Leaving Cert results come out at 10am online on Friday the 25th. Yeah. And then on Tuesday, students can go online and see the detailed marks of what they got in each subject. Okay. And if they feel oh, that doesn't sound right or that seems a bit unfair, they start the initial appeals process then and there on the 29th, Tuesday the 29th, 5pm.
0: So again, some 20, not more than, nearly 30 years close to since I got those results. When you get the initial results then on Friday morning, is that just some total of the points that you get or does no, it actually have... you'll
3: have your name you'll have your exam number you will have a record of each exam that you sat and the results in it okay so please god for somebody they might have their h2 in english they might have their o4 in maths they might in lcvp have a merit so it lists all the subjects that you did the level you did the math and the grade that you've been assigned in the grade band so yeah. h1 h2 h3 o1 02, 03, and so on and so forth.
0: And then it's the following Tuesday that you get the more detailed breakdown of in yeah. English paper one based on this section. Got you 57%, yeah,
3: okay. so you're 2% off the next grade level. You might say, well, that's worth a, a recheck. Um, it's really important that students remember that they did register for this um, self-service portal with examinations.ie back in March. Yeah. Now, a lot of things we forget when we have the Leaving Cert, but most students would have registered in March.
0: And back in March we were giving people advice to be careful, for example, about the uh, email that they had set that up on. With school, eBay, maybe email emails not being accessible. You're yeah. no longer a student, of course.
3: Make sure you use an email that you will be using and even at this stage if if you're a parent of a student expecting the leaving cert or you're a leaving cert student as well maybe just check today you know your email address do you know your password and if you don't know your password you can reset it today okay. so you won't have that panic on Friday Don't panic it thing <Everything sighs> is doable everything is definable I'm feel,
0: I'm I'm feeling stressed thinking about it
3: It is a big milestone. Okay. It's a big milestone.
0: But you're here to give us more advice. So we've got the actual results arriving next Tuesday, the detailed breakdown. We've talked about the window of opportunity to appeal any of those if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you're on Friday morning, you're not even interested in the detailed breakdown because everything is rosy in the garden. You've got the perfect results. And now we are thinking about, mum and dad, I'm off, I'm heading off to college and we move on to the CAO process.
3: Yes, but we're moving on to the CAO process even as the results are given out on Friday morning because we are constantly asked as guidance counsellor, what will the points be for How many points do I need? Yeah. What will the points be for nursing? (laughs) What will the points be for engineering? We don't know. Nobody knows because the process is as soon as the results are published, they go to the CAO computer. And every student who applied for a particular course, they are ranked order in terms of how well they did in terms of points. But, and this is important, only if they have met the minimum entry requirements for that particular course. So just take a simple example, say somebody was interested in doing primary school education. They need to have a H4 in Irish. So if a student finds out on Friday I got a H6 in in Irish, then they wouldn't even be in the points race for that particular yeah. course. So the first thing is: have you? You can work that out on Friday. Have I met the minimum entry requirements for that particular course?
0: It really is a, a blind race in that regard, in terms of the fact that you're running your own race against competitors who you don't know how they're getting on, or and it's sort of like I did my personal best. Yes, but unfortunately this year. X amount of other hundreds of people did slightly better. That's
3: a great way of describing it. It is. And and we say to our students at the beginning of fifth year, you are in a marathon and Mm. you are competing against every other person who might be interested in that range of courses that you might be interested in. And you will be ranked on the basis of how you did in your leaving certificate. And that can be very daunting and very, as you said, you didn't go to university yourself. And here you are living your best life.
0: Well, most of the time. <laughs>
3: um, to, yeah, so, there's loads loads of options. So don't let the leaving cert define you. Yeah. You your results will uh, be. Well, but it certainly didn't
0: define me. I mean I was only thinking about this and as I said, you know, as a parent you're thinking about your own son moving into second year and you think, do you start applying that you know I don't mean a bit of pressure, but you know, build the build up to the junior cert and you know, uh, thankfully enough, he, he's a good kid, but I was thinking to myself, I, I can't even remember what I got on me believe sir, at this stage. You know, does it really make that difference for somebody's life outcome? And so many people in your shoes would say, yes, obviously, it's important on Friday morning. It will probably be the most important thing in your life. But in 10, 15, 20 years, it absolutely won't.
3: Oh, we even find in six months. It's irrelevant because you have moved to the next step in your journey and hopefully it's the step that you really have your heart set on. But if it's not very often the path that you end up on is probably better for you. I've met so many people who are saying, oh, I really wanted this, but I didn't get it, but I found myself on a much better path, a much more enjoyable path and something that suits me. So trust the process.
0: Let's focus on those people who may not have gotten the course that they were hoping for because, you know, those who get everything their hearts desire, we don't need to worry about them. They'll go off and they'll do what they need to do. If it's a case that you had your heart set on pick something engineering and it just turns out that you haven't quite got there obviously everybody is different but would your advice be to take a subsequent choice or maybe to hold off for a year and look at other opportunities to try and get what you really wanted to get in the first place
3: very different scenarios and there are so many different options out there i think it's important that you do get good professional independent advice if you're in that situation the CAO assumes that you've put everything in order of preference and that you've put down courses that you would want to take, even though it might be the eighth on your Level 6, 7 list. Doesn't matter, you put it down. So the computer assumes that you would want <laughs> that course. My advice to students at this stage is, if you get an offer from the CAO on the 30th of August, which is a few days after the Leave insert Cert results, You have to consider if this is the only choice I have for this academic year, would I take this course? And if the answer is yes, accept the course. Okay. If you are either go, Agana, if you don't know, if you're you're confused, go and seek advice. Your guidance counsellor in your school is, is available. There is help out there ask advice get good independent advice um, there I, are level 6s and 7s if you have an offer of a, an 8 or a 6 and 7 you know really consider that there's nothing wrong with the 6 a level 6 or 7 course yeah, nothing wrong I, with that That's an
0: interesting point that you made about the guidance because you know you often see or think of students who have come out of the secondary school system but haven't yet entered into college life yet has been sort of between the cracks, you know. I've got concerns, but like, oh, if I ring the old school principal, he's only been concerned about the first years coming in to start the whole process mm. off. but I'm not in college yet. So, But you would definitely recommend people making contact with the career guidance counsellors from their second, second I, school I education? I
3: would. They're, they're, we're here to help. That's, that's our job. And, you know, we're concerned from even before you come into secondary school to how you progress in life. Mm. And I certainly will be available to my students at Tyndall College. But also, if you feel you want independent advice, it's good good practice to go and look for a professional guidance counsellor who might be able to advise you on a one-to-one basis.
0: Okay. Um, I know we're probably getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but we've talked people through the, the, the receiving of the results, the checking of the results, the appealing, if necessary, and, and the CAO offers. Uh, looking forward to maybe October, November, December, somebody has accepted a course and um, possibly found themselves questioning um, their interaction with the course that they're in. Uh, like what advice would you give to somebody that situation? Is, is it stick it out for the full 12 months and see how it goes? Or, or how do we deal with, you know, a circumstance like that okay. that may arise?
3: And it does happen. I mean, sometimes you've done your research, but actually the reality for you is very different. You might have difficulty getting accommodation or... It's, it is a very big transition in your life and people do take time to settle into a course. It's very important to note the deadlines. If you are going to withdraw from a course, you need to be absolutely sure when that deadline is mm. so that you don't incur fees for the year, so that don't you don't lose your Susie grant for the year. Yeah, uh, It may mean that you will take a year out and do a bit more research.
0: But um, having access to those grants for the following year is going to be key, obviously.
3: That's the key. So, I mean, you're going to lose an academic year or you're going to go off track for off-piste for uh, a few months. <laughs> Uh, to find out what you really want.
0: <laughs> I, have to, I have to comment on that, right? Because okay. <laughs> when I said uh, travelling there, Gemma, uh, is yes. that not something that you would advise people to do?
3: I I personally have found that students who take a gap year after leaving... Search, she just
0: did air quotes, by the way. Sorry, air
3: quotes, <laughs> um, Would have benefited perhaps from waiting to get some sort of qualification first, whether okay. it's getting your papers as an apprentice or... Or getting your degree or or doing a PLC and having an actual skills qualification. I think taking a year out after, directly after secondary school, students are not in a position to make the best value of it. It's not like the UK where they do it after A-levels. And we also keep in mind that in Ireland we we have the transition year programme. Yeah. which in a way fulfills a lot of the gap your experiences if you put yourself 100% no, I can see. I
0: can see that like for example if you're maybe 18 years of age coming out of uh, secondary school whatever about going on a weekend to the Mediterranean to celebrate the results with your friends which is a whole other conversation mm-hmm. we'll talk about that another day you're certainly not most cases, mature enough to take 12 months backpacking around Southeast Asia, for example. So, I mean, even taking that gap year at some point, it's probably not the best time to do it.
3: Well, that's what I argue. And also, when, you, when you've you gone through some sort of third level or, you know, training qualification, you're bringing with you some skills yeah. that you can actually fund that 12 months backpacking <laughs> across the Himalayas. Yeah, um, cut those apron it's re- strings. It's really important um, at this stage. And also to be honest with you people who take a gap year after leaving search there's a higher percentage of them that don't go on to college and then you can find yourself in a life situation where you're living to work working to live Yeah, and it's not what you, you want. find yourself in a situation where it's very back, very hard to go back into full time study
0: Yeah well Gemma Lola it's, it's a really really challenging time just give us those first two or three key dates again so people are very very aware All of right. them
3: Right, Friday the 25th of August the results are available online from 10am or from your school CAO will be available from August 30th at, note this please, 2 p.m. So don't get up too early. (laughs) 2 p.m. on August 30th for first round CAO. You will get an email or a text. And if, unfortunately, you get a statement of application, it means that you haven't been offered a course.
0: Okay. OK, well, listen, lots more still to come. We'll continue giving you the best advice we can here on KCL Live. Gemma Lawler, Guidance counselor with Reach Guidance, thank you very much for all of that very helpful insight this morning. Uh, Gemma, joining us in to 28 minutes past 11 o'clock. Lots more still to come.
2: KCLR Live with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre, Carlow, with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets and a state-of-the-art IMC cinema. See fairgreen.ie.
0: KCLR. KCLR. You're very welcome back to KCLR Live. Just gone half past 11 this morning. Now, the Imro Radio Awards are a huge thing in the radio industry, um, highlighting the fantastic work carried out by broadcasters and radio stations right across the country. And uh, announcements have just been made in the last few hours uh, for this year's list of uh, nominations. And... We're delighted to announce that our very own Shane O'Keefe from KCLR's scoreline team has been nominated listen to this for Irish
4: local radio sports broadcaster of the year let's have a listen to Shane in action it's such a successful club manager throughout the years um, yeah, where well, the father O'Neill's getting, yeah, into, getting the the into the 2020 all Ireland intermediate final lost I mean, the I mean, one. One. <laughs> yeah only kick anything you could beat it the Connor side. but um, yeah he's, he's been a brilliant manager I must well it was for Dean
5: Bettenham in Ballygunner yeah <laughs> 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 uh, Any, you get Anyway, yeah, we'll that's the, the whole
4: of Waterford. I just want to say but anyway we won't get into the, the boundaries of Ballygunner but um, he's a brilliant manager he really is uh, so fortunate last year in that other infinal but other than that
0: You know, I'm absolutely honoured to say now I'm joined in studio by (laughs) Imro-nominated Sports Broadcaster of the Year Mr Shane Uh, O'Keefe
6: Congratulations So so
0: first of all, congratulations from everybody here at KCLR and the thousands and thousands of people who tune in uh, to Scoreline every weekend on KCLR we know you've been doing great work. The listeners know you've been doing great work, and now the whole of the radio industry in Ireland knows you've been doing great work. How does that feel?
5: Yeah, it's really nice to be honest. It's a bit h- humbled. Um, like it's, it's always the the show is always like a, a, it's a massive part of my life, and and I love it, and I love the contributions of Robbie. You just heard there. You know, Robbie does tremendous work. Um, Not as good as you, be, though. Ah, we will be
0: reminding him of that later we, on. Yeah,
5: Robbie does <laughs> tremendous work at <laughs> Kenny you know when he was involved in the sports side of things was doing brilliant work and uh everyone in case they kind of just gave us an avenue to do what we think needed to be done in the world of sport and uh you know th- you can hear that with robbie there's uh, some really good fun yeah. to the show and then there's some really serious bits like we were talking about the the guitar world cup and the different rights issues we were talking to the writer of Sha- champagne football the john delaney story there's lgfa coverage of course hurling being paramount uh little bits that we clipped together that because like with radio audio is our biggest output and it's the most emotive thing we talked about it before when we heard ron Nagara talking in a different uh that's right yeah talking in french and they didn't know what he was saying but it's still powerful and emotive and same with uh, botticelli when he was playing on John Walter's show, it was so powerful and emotional, even though I didn't know what he was singing about, and that's what sports brings. And you know, putting little clips together with music behind it and stuff, I love doing all that kind yeah. of thing and adding that to the show. and Yeah, I
0: mean, I, 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 I'm gonna sort of embarrass you a little bit more. The, the one thing that people always say about you mm. and say to me, and we, we chat about you over the water coolers and stuff, is that you're immensely talented. Oh and it, it is you. and it's great to see that talent recognized um i'm sure you know regular listeners to scoreline will have identified that talent and that are there it is a real skill and um it's just an absolute pleasure to see somebody uh, nominated who deserves it so well um the awards like coming up not too far from here yeah in Kilkenny, in Kilkenny as well Kilkenny, so all,
5: you know have you been to the Imran awards before no i always said i'd never go, go unless, uh, you, unless uh, i got uh, nominated uh, so
0: uh, you'll so you're going this year yeah
5: yeah yeah how are you going? We'll see.
0: <laughs> Shane's, Shane, the reason Shane's been a little bit coy is he's actually due to be out of the country when the radio awards have happened. <laughs> <laughs> and after years, he said, I'm not going unless I'm nominated. Now that he's nominated, he, he might have to cancel a holiday.
5: Yeah, Casey Larrie fund. fun to play fact. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we'll see about that. Uh, no, it's, um, uh,
5: it, it, it's awesome. Like, uh, uh, you have to go. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's been pretty cool to, to have to be recognized. But like, as I said... You know, it's 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 not just me on the sports show. There's no, so no many, Yeah, there's a huge so team. many contributors, and it allows you the avenue to to be able to kind of be yourself. Because for eight, one thing, I'd say about being on radio, it takes so long to be able to find your own voice on it. Mm. Like a lot of the times, we've even discussed this. Yeah, we sometimes have. Sometimes yeah. I can sound like Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah, you're listening <laughs> to Scoreline. You know, it's very and it's very hard to find your just natural voice and what I actually sound I like. I think
0: that comes from confidence. I think it it takes hours and hours and hours of broadcasting to just settle back into yourself mm. and i'd like to think that that now the whole country has uh, the whole radio industry has uh, acknowledged that skill and ability that 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 continues to grow well, yeah,
5: well and there's still a lot of growing to go like i've listened to my you know Imros, you you put together your best your best of basically yeah. right? and i've listened to my one two years ago and I was doing Premier. You're very welcome along the scoreline today. We have coming up on the show, and I, it just, <laughs> I just sounded like I was doing horse racing, yeah. <laughs> you know, or at an auction. And it's just trying to develop it. And I'm lucky that I'm here, that allowed me to do that. Like, mm. I'm not a lot of radio stations. I only came into this. Industry, about four years ago, five yeah. years ago, not a lot of radio stations would allow you to, you know, here's eight hours of sports, try and do what you can with it. And there's been ups and there's been downs, but like, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's listen, a I, I genuinely,
0: runaway. I genuinely am absolutely delighted for you. I he, he was like a bold child when last year's uh, nominations went <laughs> in, and, and he, he was like, why didn't we get nominated? And eventually, he came to the realization, which all good prostharses do just wasn't good enough just and wasn't good yeah, enough, made a huge yeah. change listen Shane congratulations well, I'm, I'm sure we'll pour in from all the scoreline listeners um, into the show this morning and indeed over the weekend um,
5: I won't be here this weekend either so and you're I'm off, off. No, yeah, I'm off to London <laughs> Yeah, so Robbie will be here this weekend um, and he is a pack show lined up we're putting it together so just stay tuned to scoreline there's lots more still to come in terms of all our coverage on the Klikenny, the football is starting in Carlow uh, the camogie side of things LGFA the soccer is starting in Kilkenny and Carlow again so it's going well, to let be Going to stay one, busy.
0: One more time. Shane O'Keefe, Imro-nominated Sports Broadcaster of the Year. Thank you very much for joining us on KCLR Live this morning. Yeah. If you want to send your congratulations messages in for Shane, 083-306-9696. Oh, three,
2: KCLR Live. With thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre, Carlo, with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets, and a state-of-the-art IMC cinema. See fairgreen.ie.
5: Market Cross Shopping Centre, it's where you want to be for fashion, food, tech, beauty and more. We have it all, including indoor and outdoor car parking. Market Cross Shopping Centre, the heart of Kilkenny. See Facebook, Instagram or visit marketcross.ie.
7: Support your immune system and gut health with Natural Health Store. Choose new Udo's Choice Super 8 Immune Microbiotics with Vitamin C to support the normal function of the immune system. Illness, poor eating habits and stress affect your immune system and can alter the balance of your friendly gut bacteria. 42 billion friendly bacteria per capsule and Vitamin C makes new Super 8 Immune your number one choice for gut health and immunity this season. Shop online at naturalhealthstore.ie or in store in Kilkenny or Wexford. Natural Health Store. Feel good on the inside.
0: KCLR. You're very welcome back to KCLR Live. It's about uh, 20 to 12. And if you're wondering, what what could I be up to on Sunday the 27th of August? You know, the kids will have gone back to school, most of them at that point. It would be nice to have something to do. That doesn't tax people in terms of travelling all around the country. Well, there's a field day happening. Family fun field day taking place In Danesford Parish Field, and uh, John Cooney is part of the organization team. He joined us this morning to tell us what you can expect if you pop along. John, you're very welcome along.
6: And thank you very much, Brian. First of all, why? Why? It's a fundraiser for a start, a fundraiser that has been there about 40 years. So we're one of the longest field day operators in the county, I think. And it started as a parish field day, i.e., uh, as a fundraiser for the parish itself because the uh, the church in Cuff's Grange needed renovation uh, 40 years ago and Monsignor James Carey was the man to uh, start a Field Day as a, as a means of um, getting funds. So that was the start of it. So we're glad to be able to say that uh, after 40 years we're still in existence uh, apart from COVID of course. So we're um, very proud to be getting up there and uh, doing it again on Sunday. Please God.
0: And what are you planning on using the floor? Obviously, all goes back into the community.
6: There are two uh, avenues of funding, if you like. One is to the parish itself, the, the the church, and the second part is to the GAA, who came on board with us about 10 years ago. So two-thirds goes to the parish, and uh, one-third goes to the GAA. And we that collaboration has been very successful over the last 10 or 12 years.
0: And obviously, the GA grounds very involved in it. It is the location, of course, for the field day. A huge list of events. I mean, you've kindly given me the floor when you came in here this morning. Hurling blitzes, bouncy castles, all the usual fun of the fair, I suppose.
6: True, and uh, this is what people expect from a field day in Ireland—a rural, traditional uh, setting. And uh, we give them what uh, we've always given them, plus I think one or two uh, attractions. Uh, one thing we have this year. Uh, that we didn't have over the years is uh, traditional music and set dancers uh, on the day for an hour or so and also um, other things, we have a great little thing called a tractor uh, wheel spin which is an actual tractor wheel and somebody tries to spin that wheel uh, and um, a little clicker is on it and uh, we did a little counter and it uh, clocks up how many uh, uh, revolutions of that wheel. So that should uh, be very attractive to uh, <laughs> your average Irish male. <laughs> and oh, yeah, so, yeah. The, the, and the, the guy who the thinks he's fit. Yeah, so.
0: Macho man, <laughs> as they say. Um, entry on the day is uh, €5, Euro, but that's not per person. That's for a family, a if family,
6: I'm right. Yeah, So a, f- a family, a car, €5, Euro, and uh, parking um, provided, etc. So uh, it's great, great value. And our little... Events and our stalls and attractions are re- very very cheap. I mean, there's no, there, it's not excessive. So we cater for children. So if uh, a child wants to throw a sponge at his at his mentor, we <laughs> it really have it's it's fifty cent for three throws of, of a sponge. So we keep it low like that. Yeah. And um, also our wheel of fortune is again uh, low fare, um, small money, and really nice prizes, plenty of prizes, and our raffle itself. Uh, the, I won't call it a monster raffle this year because uh, we don't we don't uh, we didn't have the the resources to put it into a monster raffle but uh, it'll be there on the day and uh, again it's uh uh, €5 Euro for a, st- a strip of um, tickets, so it's, it's very, very good value. I always find
0: that these, um, I don't mean this to sound insulting in any way, shape or form, these old-school, old-fashioned, simple, fun day-outs can often be the best. It's just something that, uh, listen, uh, we'll see, we'll, big part. we'll just pop down. It's the ease of it that I like in terms of its accessibility.
6: And it's kind of rambling around, so it's a variety of um, stores and attractions and the fact that it, it, uh, most of them will appeal to both children and adults, men and women. Uh, and the fact that it's in an open setting, a nice, beautiful, uh, rural setting, uh, open air, fine day, hopefully. And again, it brings us back to our roots as, you know, as rural people, if you like, as Irish people. So from that point of view, uh, it's great. And also the fact that um, it attracts people in from other parishes, which yeah. we're hoping to hoping to uh, capitalize on and uh, the other thing that I like about it is volunteerism so people who uh, you know f- for the rest of the year don't uh, have any involvement as such in their parish this is a op- golden opportunity f- for people to do so men and women and I must say the ladies are ap- ap- exceptional um, they were the ones who really instigated it this year mm. so they've done a fantastic job and uh, so it's the, the blending of uh, men, women young, old families people you don't get to see our parish is pretty um, strung out We've 830 households in total. Uh, but it's a, it's an expanse from Cuff's Grange over down to Kells yeah. and over to uh, Jamesport.
0: And the other thing that comes to mind is maybe a new family that may have moved into locality or nearby who sort of think, well, you know, the kids are going to school in September. We don't really know anybody yet. It might be the perfect opportunity to come along and, and engage with your community and maybe look at getting involved, be it with the church or the GA grounds themselves or, or helping out with events like this locally.
6: We have a, a man, 84 years age, Uh, who was on the original committee in 1982 and he met a few years ago, met uh, a newcomer family in the parish, chit chat and uh, he said um, how are you settling in? And uh, We're settling in very well and he said "Uh, have you you, uh, gone, are you planning to go, did you go to the field day last year? No we didn't Well, you know what now I'm going to tell you if you haven't done that, if you haven't gone to the field day you really haven't settled in we'll see you next Sunday <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's a huge opportunity for everybody to connect um, uh, kicking off at 2 o'clock what time do you expect it to run on so now,
6: just Brian just to, just to let people know the, there are blitzes Hurling in Camogie under 9s under 10s starting at 1pm yeah but the main kickoff is at 2pm yeah
0: it sounds absolutely fantastic taking place as we said in Dainsford GA Grounds as John was saying a uh, very cheap affordable day out 5 euros for a family and I'm sure there won't be too much argument about how many children are contained not within a family no, no, if you no, want no, to no. pop on and a enjoy a car it. is a
6: car family a family 5 <laughs> quid in you go uh, no not at all
0: John it says absolutely fantastic I hope you get a great day for it weather wise and thanks for coming into studio this morning to tell us all about it and
6: thanks, you Brian for the opportunity to, uh, to uh, tell people about it really no you're
0: fantastic. absolutely more than welcome uh, John Cooney that's uh, that uh, family fun field day, the parish field day happening, as we said, in Dainsford GA grounds with the Blitzes kicking off from one and the main fair kicking off from two. Take care. Thanks for joining us. And if you're popping along, do enjoy that day. But something else that's also happening on that day, maybe for a very different market, taking place also on Sunday the 27th is a hike. You know, maybe slightly unusual in this regard because it's a hike specifically aimed at singletons. You know, if you're somebody who enjoys the outdoors and maybe wants to meet somebody, this could be the event for you. And joining us from EcoFitness to tell us all about it and the dating scene in general, Karina Duffy from EcoFitness. Very welcome along to Casey at our live. Good morning to you.
8: Good morning, Brian. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Well, first of all, what made,
0: came up with this idea that you thought that actually being out in the hills in nature would be a great opportunity to meet people?
8: Yeah, so I suppose it came from a personal stance with myself um, from being single um, the last two years, newly single again. And l- a lot of my members, fitness members, would be women. And you know yourself, the chit chat is always like, what well, did you go out at the weekend? Well, I was on a date. How'd you get on? And we, between us, we were all on every da- app that you could think of. And um, I just found it all, I'm, as you said there, like everyone's time is precious. And like time it can be very taxing on your time being on date naps and trying to set up a date and then going out for a coffee and Coming back, or I don't know about that. And then you meet them for dinner and you're looking across, and it's all very awkward. So there's nothing like meeting someone out in a natural setting, side by side, with a group of like minded people and no pressure.
4: Uh, Um,
0: Something just comes to mind, Karina. If you're going out on a date with somebody for the first time and you arrange to go for coffee or you arrange to go for a meal, you've got to sit across the table from them for at least a reasonably respectful amount of time. If you're meeting somebody out on a hike, and it's not going to plan. You could just walk a little bit quicker, couldn't you?
8: Or tie your laser. <laughs> <laughs> To know, or stop to tie your laser and one of the Dublin hikes there was two girls walking I'd always kind of just lead and we call them hikes but they're kind of walks especially in Kilkenny now at the weekend it's the 3k loop around the castle so it's handy and um, so it's not really taxing on the body either but um, there was two girls in the Dublin hike and there was two really cute guys behind me and I was like why are you talking to me and they were like oh we haven't done that like this before I said, "Right." go down and tie your shoelacer and I'll keep walking and (laughs) hang back. (laughs) And I was like, just let me off the front. I'm happy out up here. So that's what they did. (laughs) And the other thing I like uh, about this is, is,
0: you know, again, everybody you would like to think when they're going out on a date would make an effort in terms of, you know, wanting to look their best and maybe feeling the pressure to try and look their best. Now, you know, maybe some people will will get a fresh haircut or, you know, yeah. give themselves a quick spray deodorant before they go out, or maybe some people will make more effort than that. But, you know, when you're going out hiking, it's you're getting to meet the real person, I would suggest, maybe more person. so than when they're out on a, yeah. a, a dinner date in a fancy restaurant.
8: Yeah, well, you hit the nail in the head because I don't know about you, but I have two older kids. I don't get out that often. And when I do, I do put in an effort, to be fair. But, like, that's once a month or something. And you'll mostly see me in the sea like with a swimsuit on or up the mountains or you know that's the normal me Mm. and i that's what i love about these um the guys don't have to feel like they have to get dressed up and the girls equally as well like we put on a bit of mascara and a bit of makeup but the last um the last hike actually it's funny that you said that it was only sunday gone we were in Holt, and i always pack my swimsuit everywhere i go i'll even pack it now for clarnie and probably find a bit of a river or something (laughs) to jump into but um if it's safe but um I just said, listen, right, I'm heading off, guys. I'll see you later, because everyone loves chit-chatting afterwards, and that's where they kind of get the real connection, because they've kind of spoke to everybody along the walk, and then they kind of, they you know, they just naturally gear towards who they're going to talk to then and coffee afterwards. Mm. So I said, I, they said, oh, we'll come with you, a few of them. And I said, you can if you want, but this is not part of the gig, like, but you can come if you want. So we went down to the beach, and three of the girls had no swimsuit, and the seven, two of the other lads went in. It's easy for guys to just go in your shorts and dry off on a hot day and um, next thing the two girls the three girls I was like go on jump in and we're all encouraging them. And they jumped in and they had the best to crack in their clothes
0: <laughs> Yeah, and fantastic. where
8: would you guess it where would you guess it on a first date
0: yeah and <laughs> you'd be very lucky I think with, with the answer to that Karina Duffy's from Eco Fitness Karina will you stay with me for a couple of the moments I want to take a short break because I'd love to speak to you a little bit more yeah. about dating Perfect. in general at the moment the likes of the dating apps and everything else besides 083 oh, 306 oh, 966 six. have you had dodgy dating experiences? Experiences. Would you like an opportunity to maybe try something a little bit different? Do let me know.
2: KCLR Live, with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre, Carlo, helping you step out of the sweatpants and into style. See fairgreen.ie. K-
0: K- KCLR. Very welcome back to KCLR Live. It's 7 minutes to 12 o'clock this morning. Um, I'm talking to Karina Duffy about dating. Hmm. And uh, an unusual event, not unusual, a novel, interesting event coming up in Kilkenny on Sunday the 27th. So you're asking people to enrol, Karina, and get involved in this type of event. Uh, What's the balance like between guys and girls in terms of enrolment at the moment?
8: So I always like to try balance it out as best we can. Um, So there's actually a waiting list for the women. So there's 20 women booked in and we've another six places left, I think, for the men and um, usually it's a nice crowd when we get about 25 of each it's big enough and small enough um, that they can have a bit of crack as well so we try to have a good balance of mix usually the guys pull it out of the bag the last 3-4 to days the guys are a bit slower now in booking in Um, they're probably there will I, won't I what's this going to be about but what I would say is if there's any guy out there that's going this is completely out of my comfort zone it's not a normal kind of dating under pressure buzz it's really um, it's it's lighthearted and relaxed, yeah. and usually I kind of set the scene at the beginning, and a few emails go out a few days before, and look, you're coming here to look for a connection with someone, either for a friendship and see what happens, because that's kind of what it's about, really. Like you're mixing with like-minded people, so that's the first kind of positive, I suppose. That just, they like getting out, they like walking.
0: And get the the, the the final logistical details out of the way. It's it's happening as we said on the twenty seventh um, time
8: this Sunday we're meeting at 10 o'clock out in the courtyard uh, beside the Kenny design usually we hang around there we hang around together for a while do a bit of chit chat a few ice breakers then go for the 3k loop around and then back for the coffee that's where the crack is really everyone's more relaxed and they kind of found their little connections that they want to chit chat to and they mingle around and that's kind of where the crack is then and in terms of booking Karina um the booking is if they go onto my website ecofitness.ie, they'll see solo events, and they, if they just click on that, it'll bring them to the event page to book.
0: Okay, sounds fantastic. I mean, I'm I think ideas like this are absolutely brilliant because from people that I speak to, um, the dating scene, uh, particularly for people who might be dating in their late twenties, early thirties, forties, fifties, whatever it might be, um, it can be a bit at times or whatever means but I think exhausting a point. yeah
8: yeah do you know what it's like something because I've um, I, we speak about this all the time myself and my mates and my members and all that and a lot of um, we'd uh, in return then would speak to a few professionals then as well and um, another lady would tell me she was talking to a psychologist about it and she said do you know what it's like the dating scene especially the apps now they do work don't get me wrong I've been on them myself um, but I just got exhausted it's like going into a sweet shop and there's all, all these penny sweets everywhere, and you're like, "What will I have today?" And then you come back out, and you get, you have the little sweets and you're is like, oh, "I don't easy? know about that now." And you, just, it's, it's, I think it is anyway. Yeah, I, I think so. You see, I, I, then, when
0: I was thinking last night, right, you know, about uh, looking forward to speaking to you tomorrow this morning. Uh, no. I, I, I'm going to be honest I was quite excited about it because I thought wouldn't it be lovely now that may, I hope my wife's not listening but you know what I mean wouldn't it be lovely to be going through those experiences again of meeting somebody for the first time the butterflies in the stomach the, God, I, I wonder will it, will, he, will I give him my phone number will he give me will she ring me on Monday <laughs> morning it's, it's quite a nice thing to go through if you're lucky enough to experience it in a good way
8: yeah. Now, come here, the apps, the apps did work. Like, I did meet some really cool guys on it. I really did, but just not for me. But what I found was, um, you know yourself, do you know when you're scrolling through Instagram, you're mm-hmm. not even seeing what you're actually <laughs> trying to see. You're. And do you know, do you know what the way someone described it the last day, actually? And this is a guy that's married. We were chit-chatting at the horses about it. And he said, do you know what it's like? You're sitting down with Netflix, and next thing it's yeah. an hour gone, and you haven't even press play on anything that's exactly what it's looking like with light guys pictures online for me anyway
0: and you reminded and me last night through. I was on Amazon last night looking to buy um, some lighting for a project that I'm doing and I knew exactly what I wanted when I went on and about 35 minutes later, I hadn't got a clue what I wanted because there was so many. <laughs> if I'd have gone into a physical shop, I'm I'm a great shopper. I would have went in and went, I want one of them. Have you got one? Yes, I have. Thank you very much. I'll see you later. But online, it was like, there's just so much choice.
8: Yeah, there's so much coming at you all at once. And it's. could you imagine now, I don't know what your status is, but could you imagine if you had to go online and you could just flick of a finger have about 10 guys or women pop up and you're not even looking. Mm. Which is like flick, flick, flick. And oh. well, then one might have their top off and you're like, oh, I'll have a look at you. <laughs> and next thing... Oh, <laughs> and sounds- next thing next thing you're like oh geez, this probably isn't even a real profile <laughs> yeah
0: what's it going to look like in real well that's the thing I mean if you go along to one of these Eco Fitness events there's no swiping left or swiping right or wondering what they look like um, in a real a profile connection yeah you'll get to see them all sweaty yeah. walking up a hill that's what you really need to look like isn't it
8: yeah just walking around but you know what it is you get to meet the real person with a proper conversation and um, and be mindful in the moment. Yeah. I know that sounds so like, oh, everyone's talking about mindfulness, but it actually, that's it mindlessly scrolling is terrible. Where yeah. at least this way, you're actually engrossed in their conversation and everybody genuinely is listening to everybody else because they're interested.
0: Well, it sounds absolutely fantastic. Karina Duffy, listen, best of luck with the event. I know they take place all over the country. And if anybody wants to get involved, you can just check out Eco Fitness. And uh, 083 306 9696. Thanks for all your texts and WhatsApps right throughout the day. So many guesses on our uh, mystery sound. Congratulations to the winner this morning. Thanks again to all the team uh, for putting the show together. Mad show this morning, but great fun as always. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning. Live! From the Iverk Agricultural Shop. Take care. John Keane up after 12 and Edwina Grace on the way with the news at 12.
2: KCLOR Live, with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlow, with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets, and a state of the art IMC cinema. See fairgreen.ie
0: thanks Ashley. Uh, thinking about CAO applications have you got any sort of uh, good memories or bad memories from that time?
1: Um, not too bad I mean everyone's anxious aren't they waiting for it so I think I was a little bit anxious but my sister's waiting for hers on oh! Friday so yeah the household is a little bit nervous but okay. she's excited I think she's thinking about the afterwards and going out for drinks and stuff like that so I don't think she's too concerned about the about the results just yet but we'll see <laughs>
0: she's more willing and waiting to get mm-hmm. it passed and exactly. get the results out well your household just like many across the country Ashley, thanks for Joining us this morning. Be back with the news at 12.
2: KCLR Live, with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlow with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets, and a state of the art IMC cinema. See fairgreen.ie.
0: 083 306 is our dinner's ready text and WhatsApp line. Free phone number eighteen hundred ninety ninety six ninety six. And always you can email us KCLR Live at KCLR96FM.com. Now we kicked off the show this morning with breaking news uh, about the Iceland stores in Carlo and indeed in Waterford. Uh, we're joined on the line now by Brian Toomey. He's the manager of the Carlo store to give us a bit of an update on, on what he's heard over the last 24 hours. Uh, Brian, um, shocking news arriving. When did you get the news?
1: Top, top of the mind, you know. Um, well, basically, I, I got whispers and I got tipped off on Monday by, uh, you know, a friend. Not to, reveal my sources or names mm-hmm. you know, I respect for the people but well, I, I got a, a phone call on Monday to bring to my attention the shop was going to be closed on Tuesday I uh, immediately rang head office uh, uh, my my next in line line manager and was told knew nothing about it and I would be contacted back and uh, I didn't so I rang again and I was kind of Fobbed off, so I rang the examiner who was acting for the company, and uh, they said he knew nothing about it, but would ask their colleagues ring me in two minutes, and I I heard nothing back about it. So you know, um, I didn't alert my staff. All my staff or friends were, you know, we, we're all very very close. We all go on. Thank God, and you know, some of them have worked with it for almost eleven years, and I feel very loyal and feel loyal to me, so I didn't say anything because I wouldn't be the the boy that cried wolf in case I was wrong. And that must have been a difficult you know,
0: position for, for you to be in, Brian, in terms of you know uh, being yeah. there to not just manage the staff as would have been the case over the last eleven years, but to, to be their yeah, friend yeah. and to like, give them that information also.
1: Yeah, like I mean, we're you know I, I'm sixty years of age and I've worked in Tesco's for twenty five years. I've worked in a number of companies and I've worked in maybe 20 yard shops over the years and you know rarely had a, had a situation where kind of every member of staff and management got on you know and t- things changed in March when we were taken over by another company and you know I could see people were starting to get treated badly and stuff like that and things going on that, you know you, you wouldn't have been happy that with that it. Uh, So that, yeah, that, that... No, the company went into examinership and you know, we were told the ship was there to, you know, answer our calls and that and, you know, people getting left short wages, getting not being paid how they pay and, you know, you're fighting this and you're not getting replied emails, you're not getting questions answered, you know. Now, unfortunately, on Friday, my uh, my girlfriend's brother died in Kilkenny Hospital, he, he took ill two days prior to that with a stroke and he seemed to be on demand and fell into a coma and he died on Friday so yesterday uh, I was at his funeral in Magnus Town and head office knew this and it was my day off I wasn't taking it wasn't compassionate leave or anything like you know it was my day off and to be contacted while I'm not awake in company with a lot of you know very uh, sad people to ask me to take a call with my staff Regarding the shop, and I said, Well, I'm actually at a, a funeral today. And like the the member of head office and questions, I talked to nurses and I said, What's going on? Oh, I, I, I can't.' Tell. and I said, The shop's been closed, isn't it? And I said, Well, I said, I know it's been closed, yeah, it, it is been closed. And I said, And you're just telling us now, I only want to find out. And I said, Well, I found out yesterday, and it was denied. And I said, People deserve to be treated better than this. So I rang um, my, you know, a member of management that works right, you know, alongside me, and alerted him to what was going on, and then he was brought into the office by another person who had been in the shop and had office to confirm the shops being closed mm. today. Yeah, and Brian,
0: uh, how are the question. how are the staff? feeling this morning I mean you're talking I think they're 12 very, staff very, they're going to be hugely impacted yeah. obviously losing their jobs
1: they're very very they're very very like I, I've i spoke to someone maybe a half an hour ago you know who's been in the company for 11 years and again I, I respect about not name names but they, they don't they don't know the procedure I don't know the procedure they, they went down to social welfare this morning didn't know they needed the dirt safe didn't know you need the uh public identity card. I don't know all this because I've never had to do it before mm. you yeah. know and like were, the, the shop is temporarily closed we, we don't know how true that, that is whether it's payment or temporarily because it's gone on in a number of shops over the past couple of months now and, and Brian
0: have you had an official statement in writing from head office or from the company or anything like that as to, as to what the see, future there holds
1: zoom, there was a zoom call in uh, yesterday a half-four and for all the staff in the shop and you know, what was said to them was you know, you're all being laid off and nobody go home just straight away go, go in and have a cup of coffee and relax in the canteen yeah, you know, that, like that's a thank you very much for your service and I, I joined the call and I, I remained kind of in the background and stayed quiet, I didn't realise I was on the call, but I had my friends and my staff asking questions and this guy who I don't name was taking the call and oh I can't answer that I can't answer that and, I, and so I jumped in I said hi this is Brian and I said can I ask why you take the call if you don't have any of the answers and I said you know are you just reading it from a piece of paper mm. and he said i right, come on here to show people respect and and you know show morals and I said so giving staff 40 minutes notice that they're out of a job. Do you did you consider that, showing staff respect? as because where I come from, it's not. You know, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I suggest that maybe somebody else be on the call in this person's place who might have answers.
0: Yeah, it sounds challenging, and, all right.
1: Uh, and I also requested that um, the issue every member of remember staff with an email stating that they've been laid off because if you wait a few days and request this you probably won't get replied from an answer because that's the the way it's been with them, you know.
0: Yeah, and Brian, do you expect union involvement in in this situation?
1: Well, unfortunately, I'm the only person in my shop that's in the union and uh, my union, of course, will be involved. I know the Waterford branch, many of the members are in too. and the manager from Waterford rang me last night and told me they had locked themselves in, you know. You know, a bit, of, a bit of notice, a bit of respect. Would have made all the difference. It was up, it was up in court on Monday and a uh, request to extend an uh, adjournment for four weeks because there was an investor... Yeah, a lot lot. to come on board a lot still to come and I'm sure I'm sure a lot, a lot of news still
0: days. to come out as well Brian uh, Brian Tumey, manager of that Iceland store in Carlo thank you very much for your time this morning I'm sure it's very distressing for you and all the staff pass on our regards and our thoughts to to all of the employees up there and we'll stay um tuned to what's happening with that story as it continues to develop over I'm sure the days and weeks ahead Casey are live 083 306 9696, if you've got any thoughts on anything that we're talking about here this morning. Now, another situation that's going to unfold over the days and weeks ahead, leaving set results, CAO applications, all still to come, a challenging time. Uh, wading your way through all of the difficult information and knowledge that you need, um, particularly if you're going through it for the first time as a parent or a student, somebody who's got all of all of the answers for us, no pressure at all, Gemma Lawler, guidance counsellor with Reach Guidance. Good morning, Gemma.
3: Good morning. Thank you for having me. So d-
0: d- it is something that you need to be on top of in terms of getting all that information, don't you?
3: It's very important to kind of be as prepared as possible um, for this coming up um, especially for parents so that they can be in the best possible situation to support their youngster Mm. who is at a huge transition in in their lives they've just finished secondary school now they're waiting for the results of the exams which will determine the pathway that they will take in the next year, two years, three years.
0: Yeah, we were talking off air there during the news uh, about how it's changed. Because I couldn't, I wasn't sure. I mean, my eldest is is only going into second year, so we're a way away from that just yet. So my only um, interaction with getting leaving services, and I never went to college, so I never went through the CAO process. Was the morning. First, second week of August, when you went back to school to be greeted by all the teachers and all your fellow students who all of a sudden looked totally different and were acting totally different to how they were when you were still a school student. We went into the hall, got the envelopes, went outside, and there was varying degrees of celebration and misery going on in the yard. Has it changed much in terms of the delivery of the results?
3: It, it has changed in the last couple of years. We've just noticed that ourselves... Um, in that. There's a lot of deciphering to do of the results when in the school office before students come in. And what they receive is an envelope with the provisional results. There is also the option now...
0: Sorry, provisional results? So yes. they're results that maybe could be challenged or if somebody was exactly. unsure about... Okay.
3: So they can be appealed. So they're called the provisional results. So it's not actually your leaving certificate. If you want your leaving certificate, you have to go and register for it and uh, apply for it to be sent to you and it's and
0: is that a key point to make I mean is this almost like a legal acceptance of the initial results when you apply for the cert
3: yes so that you have
0: so that's a point we need to consider because if somebody's going Oh, well, I'm not quite sure about that geography result. Maybe we'll appeal for it. While you're doing the appeal, don't go on and log on and and get the cert.
3: Exactly. But there's a very tight window for the appeals process because an awful lot of the exams were marked um, digitally this year. Um, And also they want to make sure people get places that they require to Mm. go on to CAO. So there's a very tight window for the appeals process so that if a paper is appealed, um, it can be remarked and rechecked and the results can be relevant for this academic year
0: and how tight is that window I mean you, you said it's very tight what, I mean what dates have you got in terms of making okay, those appeals
4: so,
3: so the Leaving Cert results come out at 10am online on Friday the 25th yeah and then on tuesday students can go online and see the detailed marks of what they got in each subject okay. and if they feel oh that doesn't sound right or that seems a bit unfair they start the initial appeals process then and there on the 29th tuesday the 29th 5pm
0: so again some 20 not more than nearly 30 years close to since i got those results when you get the initial results then on friday morning is that just some total of the points that you get or does no, it actually have you'll
3: have your your name, you'll have your exam number, you will have a record of each exam that you sat and the results in it. Okay. So please God, for somebody, they might have their H2 in English, they might have their O4 in maths, they might in LCVP have a merit. So it lists all the subjects that you did, the level you did them at and the grade that you've been assigned in the grade band. So yeah. H1, H2, H3, one and so on and so forth.
0: And then it's the following Tuesday that you get the more detailed breakdown of in English paper one based on this section.
3: I got 57%, so you're 2% off the next grade level. You might say, well, that's worth a a recheck. Um, It's really important that students remember that they did register for this Um, self-service portal with examinations.ie back in March. a lot of things we forget when we have the Leaving Cert but most students would have registered in March.
0: And back in March we were giving people advice to be careful, for example, about the uh, email that they had set that up on with school. Maybe maybe email is not being accessible. You're no longer a student, of course.
3: Make sure you use an email that you will be using and even at this stage if if you're a parent of a student expecting the leaving cert or you're a leaving cert student as well maybe just check today you know your email address do you know your password and if you don't know your password you can reset it today okay. so you won't have that panic on Friday Don't panic it thing <Everything sighs> is doable everything is definable I'm feel,
0: I'm I'm feeling stressed thinking about it
3: it is a big milestone, okay. it's a big milestone.
0: But you're here to give us more advice. So we've got the actual results arriving next Tuesday, the detailed breakdown. We've talked about the window of opportunity to appeal any of those if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you're on Friday morning, you're not even interested in the detailed breakdown because everything is rosy in the garden, you've got the perfect results. And now we are thinking about mom and dad, I'm off. I'm heading off to college and we move on to the CAO process.
3: Yes, but we're moving on to the CAO process even as the results are given out on Friday morning because we are constantly asked as guidance counsellor, what will the points How be for How many points privacy? do I need? Yeah. How, what will the points be for nursing? <laughs> what will the points be for engineering? We don't know. Nobody knows because the process is as soon as the results are published, they go to the CAO computer and every student who applied for a particular course, they are ranked order in terms of how well they did in terms of points. But, and this is important, only if they have met the minimum entry requirements for that particular course. So just take a simple example, say somebody was interested in doing primary school education, they need to have a H4 in Irish. So if a student finds out on Friday I got a H6 in in Irish then they wouldn't even be in the points race for that particular yeah. course. So the first thing is: have you? You can work that out on Friday. Have I met the minimum entry requirements for that particular course?
0: It really is a, a blind race in that regard, in terms of the fact that you're running your own race against competitors who you don't know how they're getting on, or and it's sort of like: I did my personal best. Yes, but unfortunately this year. X amount of other hundreds of people did slightly better.
3: That's a great way of describing it. It is. And and we say to our students at the beginning of fifth year, you are in a marathon and Mm. you are competing against every other person who might be interested in that range of courses that you might be interested in. And you will be ranked on the basis of how you did in your Leaving Certificate. And that can be very daunting and very, as you said, you didn't go to university yourself and here you are living your best life.
0: Well. Most of the time.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> but, to, yeah, so, there's loads, loads of options, so don't let the Leaving Cert define you. Yeah. You, your results will uh, be Well, it certainly didn't
0: define me. I mean, I was only thinking about this, and as I said, you know, as a parent you're thinking about your own son moving into second year, and you think, do you start applying that, you know, I don't mean a bit of pressure, but you know, build the build up to the Junior Cert, and, you know, uh, thankfully enough, he, he's a good kid. But I was thinking to myself, I, I, I can't even remember what I got to believe in sir, at this stage. You know, does it really make that difference for somebody's life outcome? And so many people in your shoes would say, yes, obviously, it's important. On Friday morning, it will probably be the most important thing in your life. But in 10, 15, 20 years, it absolutely won't.
3: Oh, we even find in six months that it's irrelevant because you have moved to the next step in your journey. And hopefully it's the step that you really have your heart set on. But if it's not, Very often, the path that you end up on is probably better for you. I've met so many people who are saying, oh, I really wanted this, but I didn't get it. But I found myself on a much better path, a much more enjoyable path and something that suits me. So trust the process.
0: Let's focus on those people who may not have gotten the course that they were hoping for, because, you know, those who get everything their hearts desire, we don't need to worry about them. They'll go off and they'll do what they need to do. If it's a case that you had your heart set on pick something engineering and it just turns out that you haven't quite got there obviously everybody is different but would your advice be to take a subsequent choice or maybe to hold off for a year and look at other opportunities to try and get what you really wanted to get in the first place
3: very different scenarios and there are so many different options out there i think it's important that you do get good professional independent advice if you're in that situation the CAO assumes that you've put everything in order of preference and that you've put down courses that you would want to take, even though it might be the eighth on your Level 6, 7 list. Doesn't matter, you put it down. So the computer assumes that you would want <laughs> that course. My advice to students at this stage is, if you get an offer from the CAO on the 30th of August, which is a few days after the Leave insert Cert results, You have to consider, if this is the only choice I have for this academic year, would I take this course? And if the answer is yes, accept the course. Okay. If you are either go, Agana, if you don't know, if you're you're confused, go and seek advice. Your guidance counsellor in your school is, is available. There is help out there ask advice get good independent advice um there I, are level 6s and 7s if you have an offer of a, an 8 or a 6 and 7 you know really consider that there's nothing wrong with the 6 a level 6 or 7 course yeah, nothing wrong I, with that That's an
0: interesting point that you made about the guidance because you know you often see or think of students who have come out of the secondary school system but haven't yet entered into college life yet has been sort of between the cracks, you know. I've got concerns, but like, oh, if I ring the old school principal, he's only been concerned about the first years coming in to start the whole process mm. off. but I'm not in college yet. So, But you would definitely recommend people making contact with the career guidance counsellors from their second, second I, school I education? I would.
3: They're, they're, we're here to help. That's, that's our job. And, you know, we're concerned from even before you come into secondary school to how you progress in life. Mm. And I certainly will be available to my students at Tyndall College. But also, if you feel you want independent advice, it's good good practice to go and look for a professional guidance counsellor who might be able to advise you on a one-to-one basis.
0: Okay. Um, I know we're probably getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but we've talked people through the, the, the receiving of the results, the checking of the results, the appealing, if necessary, and, and the CAO offers. Uh, looking forward to maybe October, November, December, somebody has accepted a course and um, possibly found themselves questioning um, their interaction with the course that they're in. Uh, like what advice would you give to somebody that situation? Is, is it stick it out for the full twelve months and see how it goes, or or how do we deal with you know a circumstance like that okay. that may arise?
3: And it does happen. I mean, sometimes you've done your research, but actually the reality for you is very different. You might have difficulty getting accommodation, or it's, it is a very big transition in your life, and people do take time to settle into a course. It's very important to note the deadlines. If you are going to withdraw from a course, you need to be absolutely sure when that deadline is mm. so that you don't incur fees for the year, so that don't you don't lose your Susie grant for the year. Yeah, uh, It may mean that you will take a year out and do a bit more research.
0: But um, having access to those grants for the following year is going to be key, obviously.
3: That's the key. So, I mean, you're going to lose an academic year or you're going to go off track for off-piste for uh, a few months. <laughs> Uh, to find out what you really want.
0: <laughs> I, have to, I have to comment on that, right? Because okay. <laughs> when I said uh, travelling there, Gemma, uh, is yes. that not something that you would advise people to do?
3: I I personally have found that students who take a gap year after leaving... Search, she just
0: did air quotes, by the way. Sorry,
3: air
6: quotes,
3: <laughs> um, Would have benefited perhaps from waiting to get some sort of qualification first, whether okay. it's getting your papers as an apprentice or or getting your degree or or doing a PLC and having an actual skills qualification. I think taking a year out after directly after secondary school, students are not in a position to make the best value of it. It's not like the UK where they do it after A-levels. And we also keep in mind that in Ireland we we have the transition year programme yeah. which in a way fulfills a lot of the gap year experiences if you put yourself 100% no, I, can see into it. I
0: can see that like for example if you're maybe 18 years of age coming out of uh, secondary school whatever about going on a weekend to the Mediterranean to celebrate the results with your friends which is a whole other conversation mm-hmm. we'll talk about that another day you're certainly not most cases mature enough to take 12 months backpacking around Southeast Asia for example so I mean even taking that gap year at some point it's probably not the best time to do it
3: Well that's what I argue and also when, you, when you've you gone through some sort of third level or you know training qualification you're bringing with you some skills yeah. that you can actually fund that 12 months backpacking <laughs> across the Himalayas yeah, um, Cut those apron it's re- strings It's really important um, at this stage and also to be honest with you, people who take a gap year after leaving search, there's a higher percentage of them that don't go on to college, and then you can find yourself in a life situation where you're living to work, working to live. Yeah, and not you, you find yourself in a situation where it's very back, very hard to go back into full time study.
0: Yeah, well, Gemma, Lola, it's it's a really really challenging time. Just give us those first two or three key dates again, so people are very very aware All of them.
3: Right, Friday the twenty fifth of August, the results are available online from ten am or from your school. CAO will be available from August 30th at, note this please, 2 p.m. So don't get up too early. 2 p.m. on August 30th for first round CAO. You will get an email or a text. And if, unfortunately, you get a statement of application, it means that you haven't been offered a course.
0: Okay. OK, well, listen, lots more still to come. We'll continue giving you the best advice we can here on KCLO Live. Gemma Lawler, Guidance counselor with Reach Guidance, thank you very much for all of that very uh, helpful insight this morning. Uh, Gemma, joining us since you 28 minutes past 11 o'clock. Lots more still to come.
2: KCL or Live with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlow with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets and a state-of-the-art IMC cinema. See fairgreen.ie.
1: KCLR.
0: KCLR. You're very welcome back to KCLR Live. Just gone half past 11 this morning. Now, the Imro Radio Awards are a huge thing in the radio industry, um, highlighting the fantastic work carried out by broadcasters and radio stations right across the country. And uh, announcements have just been made in the last few hours uh, for this year's list of uh, nominations. And... We are delighted to announce that our very own Shane O'Keefe from KCLR's scoreline team has been nominated, listen to this, for Irish
4: Local Radio Sports Broadcaster of the Year. Let's have a listen to Shane in action. Such a successful club manager throughout the years. Um, yeah, where well, the father O'Neill's getting yeah, into getting the... into the 2020 All-Ireland Intermediate final. Lost I mean, the one. <laughs> Yeah, only kick <laughs> anything you could beat at the, <laughs> the Connors side. But um, yeah, he's, he's been a brilliant manager. I must well, it was, was for Dean Bedroom in
5: Ballygunner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Only any, anything. Anyway, to yeah, we'll that's the whole
4: on. of Waterford I just want to say but anyway, we won't get into the the boundaries of Ballygunner but um he's a brilliant manager. He really is uh, so fortunate last year in that other ireland final but other than that
0: I, I, you know, I'm absolutely honoured to say now I'm joined in studio by <laughs> IMRO-nominated Sports Broadcaster of the Year Mr Shane O'Keefe uh,
6: hey, Congratulations hey. So, so
0: first of all, congratulations from everybody here at KCLR and the thousands and thousands of people who tune in uh, to Scoreline every weekend at KCLR we know you've been doing great work. The listeners know you've been doing great work, and now the whole of the radio industry in Ireland knows you've been doing great work. How does that feel?
5: Yeah, it's really nice to be honest. It's a bit h- humbled. Um, like it's, it's always the the show is always like a, a it's a massive part of my life, and and I love it, and I love the contributions of Robbie. You just heard there. You know, Robbie does tremendous work. Um, Not as good as you be, though. Ah, We'd we'll be reminding
0: him of that later we, on. Yeah,
5: Robbie does <laughs> tremendous work at <laughs> Kenny you know when he was involved in the sports side of things was doing brilliant work and uh everyone in case they kind of just gave us an avenue to do what we think needed to be done in the world of sport and uh you know th- you can hear that with robbie there's uh, some really good fun yeah. to the show and then there's some really serious bits like we were talking about the the guitar world cup and the different rights issues we were talking to the writer of Sha champagne football the john delaney story there's lgfa coverage of course hurling being paramount uh little bits that we clipped together that because like with radio audio is our biggest output and it's the most emotive thing we talked about before when we heard ron Magara talking in a different uh that's right yeah talking in french and they didn't know what he was saying but it's still powerful and emotive and same with uh, botticelli when he was playing on John Walter's show it was so powerful and emotional even though I didn't know what he was singing about and that's what sports brings and you know putting little clips together with music behind it and stuff I love doing all that kind yeah. of thing and adding that to the show and yeah I mean
0: I, I, I I'm gonna sort of embarrass you a little bit more the, the one thing that people always say about you mm. and say to me and we, we chat about you over the water coolers and stuff is that immensely talented oh and it, it is you. and it's great to see that talent recognized Um i'm sure you know regular listeners to scoreline will have identified that talent and that are there it is a real skill and um it's just an absolute pleasure to see somebody uh nominated who deserves it so well um the awards like coming up not too far from
5: here yeah and and in Kilkenny, Kilkenny as well Kilkenny, so, all, you know have I don't, you been to the Emerald awards before no i always said i'd never go unless i unless uh, i got uh, nominated uh, so
0: you'll so you're going this year Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah how are you going? We'll see.
0: <laughs> Shane's, Shane, the reason Shane's been a little bit coy is he's actually due to be out of the country when the radio awards have happened. <laughs> <laughs> and after years, he said, I'm not going unless I'm nominated. Now that he's nominated, he, he might have to cancel a holiday. Yeah,
5: um, we'll play for, Casey Larrie fund the to play what? <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: we'll see about that. Uh, no, it's, um,
5: uh, it, it, it's awesome. Like, uh, uh, you have to go. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, it's been pretty cool to to have to be recognized. But like, as I said... You know, it's 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 not just me on the sports show. There's no, so no, many, Yeah, there's a huge so team. many contributors, and it allows you the avenue to to be able to kind of be yourself. Because for eight, one thing, I'd say about being on radio, it takes so long to be able to find your own voice on it. Mm. Like a lot of the times, we've even discussed this. Yeah, we sometimes have. Sometimes yeah. I can sound like Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah, you're listening <laughs> to Scoreline. You know, it's very and it's very hard to find your just natural voice and what I actually sound. I like. I think
0: that comes from confidence. I think it it takes hours and hours and hours of broadcasting to just settle back into yourself mm. and i'd like to think that that now the whole country has uh, the whole radio industry has uh, acknowledged that skill and ability that 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 continues to grow well, yeah,
5: well and there's still a lot of growing to go like i've listened to my you know imros you you put together your best your best of basically yeah. right? and i've listened to my one two years ago and I was doing Premier. You're very welcome along the scoreline today. We have coming up on the show, and I, it just, <laughs> I just sounded like I was doing horse racing, yeah. <laughs> you know, or at an auction, and it's just trying to develop it. And I'm lucky that I'm here, that allowed me to do that. Like, mm. not a lot of radio stations. I only came into this industry about four years ago five yeah. years ago not a lot of radio stations would allow you to you know here's eight hours of sports try and do what you can with it and there's been ups and there's been downs but like yeah it's, no's it's, it's I, I genuinely
0: I you. genuinely am absolutely delighted for you I he, he was like a bold child when last year's uh, nominations went <laughs> in and and he, he was like why didn't we get nominated and eventually he came to the realization which all good stars do just wasn't good enough just and wasn't good yeah, enough, made a huge yeah. change listen Shane congratulations I'm, I'm sure we'll pour in from all the scoreline listeners um, into the show this morning and indeed over the weekend um,
5: and I won't be here this weekend either so you're not, off no, yeah, I'm off to London <laughs> Yeah, so Robbie will be here this weekend um, and he is a pack show lined up we're putting it together so just stay tuned to scoreline there's lots more still to come in terms of all our coverage on the Klikenny, the football is starting in Carlow uh, the camogie side of things LGFA the soccer is starting in Kilkenny and Carlow again so it's going well, to let be let cool. me I'm going to stay one, busy.
0: One more time. Shane O'Keefe, IMRO nominated Sports Broadcaster of the Year. Thank you very much for joining us on KCLR Live this morning. Yeah. If you want to send your congratulations messages in for Shane, 083 306
2: 9696. KCLR Live, with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo, with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets, and a state of the art IMC cinema. See fairgreen.ie.
5: Market Cross Shopping Centre. It's where you want to be for fashion, food, tech, beauty and more. We have it all, including indoor and outdoor car parking. Market Cross Shopping Centre, the heart of Kilkenny. See Facebook, Instagram or visit marketcross.ie.
7: Support your immune system and gut health with Natural Health Store. Choose new Udo's Choice Super 8 Immune Microbiotics with Vitamin C to support the normal function of the immune system. Illness, poor eating habits and stress affect your immune system and can alter the balance of your friendly gut bacteria. 42 billion friendly bacteria per capsule and Vitamin C makes new Super 8 Immune your number one choice for gut health and immunity this season. Shop online at naturalhealthstore.ie or in-store in, store in Kilkenny or Wexford Natural Health Store Feel good on the inside
0: KCLR You're very welcome back to KCLR Live It's about uh, 20 to 12 And if you're wondering What what could I be up to on Sunday the 27th August You know, the kids will have gone back to school Most of them at that point It would be nice to have something to do That doesn't tax people in terms of Travelling all around the country Well, there's a field day happening Family fun field day taking place in Danesford Parish Field, and uh, John Cooney is part of the organisation team. He joined us this morning to tell us what you can expect if you pop along. John, you're very welcome along.
6: And thank you very much, Brian. First of all, why? Why? It's a fundraiser for a start, a fundraiser that has been there about 40 years. So we're one of the longest field day operators in the county, I think. And it started as a parish field day, i.e., uh, as a fundraiser for the parish itself because the uh, the church in Cuff's Grange needed renovation uh, 40 years ago and Monsignor James Carey was the man to uh, start a Field Day as a, as a means of um, getting funds. So that was the start of it. So we're glad to be able to say that uh, after 40 years we're still in existence uh, apart from COVID of course. So we're um, very proud to be getting up there and uh, doing it again on Sunday. Please God.
0: And what are you planning and using the floor obviously all goes back into the community.
6: There are two uh, avenues of funding, if you like. One is to the parish itself, the, the the church, and the second part is to the GAA, who came on board with us about ten years ago. So two thirds goes to the parish, and uh, one third goes to the GAA, and we, that collaboration has been very successful over the last ten or twelve years.
0: And obviously the GA grounds very involved it, it is the location of course for the field day a huge list of events I mean you've kindly given me the floor when you came in here this morning hurling blitzes bouncy castles all the usual fun of the fair I suppose
6: True and uh, this is what people expect from a field day in Ireland a rural traditional uh, setting and uh, we give them what uh, we've always given them plus I think one or two uh, attractions uh, one thing we have this year Uh, that we didn't have over the years is uh, traditional music and set dancers uh, on the day for an hour or so and also um, other things we have a great little thing called a tractor uh, wheel spin which is an actual tractor wheel and somebody tries to spin that wheel uh, and um, a little clicker is on it and uh, we a little counter and it uh, clocks up how many uh, uh, revolutions of that wheel, so that should uh, be very attractive to uh, <laughs> your average Irish male <laughs> and older. oh, yeah, so, yeah, they, 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 the guy who thinks he's fit, Yeah, so.
0: macho man, <laughs> as they say. Um, entry on the day is uh, five euro, but that's not per person, that's for a family, if a family,
6: I'm right. Yeah, so a, f- a family, a car, five euro, and uh, parking um, provided, etc. So uh, it's great, great value, and our little. Events and our stalls and attractions are re- very very cheap. I mean, there's no, it's not excessive. So we cater for children. So if uh, a child wants to throw a sponge at his at his mentor, which <laughs> we really have, it's it's fifty cent for three throws of, of a sponge. So we keep it low like that. Yeah. And um, also our wheel of fortune is again uh, low fare, um, small money, and really nice prizes, plenty of prizes, and our raffle itself. Uh, the, I won't call it a monster raffle this year because uh, we don't we don't uh, we didn't have the the resources to put it into a monster raffle but uh, it'll be there on the day and uh, again it's it's uh, uh, €5 Euro for a, st- a strip of um, tickets, so it's, it's very, very good value. I always find that
0: these, um, I don't mean this to sound insulting in any way, shape or form, these old school, old fashioned, simple, fun day outs can often be the best. Just something that, uh, listen, uh, we'll see, we'll, make big we'll just pop down. It's the ease of it that I like in terms of its accessibility.
6: And it's kind of rambling around, so it's the variety of um, stores and attractions and the fact that it, it, uh, most of them will appeal to both children and adults, men and women. Uh, and the fact that it's in an open setting, a nice, beautiful, uh, rural setting, uh, open air, fine day, hopefully. And again, it brings us back to our roots as, you know, as rural people, if you like, as Irish people. So from that point of view, uh, it's great. And also the fact that um, it attracts people in from other parishes, which yeah. we're hoping to, hoping to uh, capitalise on and uh, the other thing that I like about it is volunteerism so people who uh, you know f- for the rest of the year don't uh, have any involvement as such in their parish this is a op- golden opportunity f- for people to do so men and women and I must say the ladies are ap- ap- exceptional um, they were the ones who really instigated it this year mm. so they've done a fantastic job and uh, so it's the, the blending of uh, men, women young, old families people you don't get to see our parish is pretty um, strung out we have 830 households in total, uh, but it's a, it's an expanse from Cuff's Grange over down to Kells yeah. and over to uh, Jamesport.
0: And the other thing that comes to mind is, maybe a new family that may have moved into locality or nearby who sort of think, well, you know, the kids are going to school in September. We don't really know anybody yet. It might be the perfect opportunity to come along and, and engage with your community and maybe look at getting involved, be it with the church or the GA grounds themselves or, or helping out with events like this locally.
6: We have a, a man, 84 years of age, uh, who was on the original committee in 1982 and uh, he met, uh, actually a few years ago, met uh, a newcomer family in the parish, chit-chat, and uh, he said, um, how are you settling in? And uh, we're settling in very well. And he said, uh, have you, um, have you uh, gone, are you planning to go, did you go to the field day last year? No, we didn't. Well, you know what, now I'm going to tell you, if you haven't done that, if you haven't gone to the field day, you really haven't settled in. See you <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's a huge opportunity for everybody to connect. Um, uh, kicking off at two o'clock, what time do you expect it to run on? So, no,
6: just Brian, just to, just to let people know, the, there are blitzes holding in Camogie under nines, under tens, starting at 1 pm. Yeah, but the main kickoff is at 2 pm. Yeah.
0: Well no, it sounds absolutely fantastic. Taking place as we said in Dainsford GA grounds as John was saying a very cheap affordable day out 5 euros for a family and I'm sure there won't be too much argument about how many children are contained within a family no, no, if you no, want no, to no. pop on and enjoy it. a
6: car family is a family 5 <laughs> quid in your goal. Uh, not, not at all.
0: John it says absolutely fantastic. I hope you get a great day for it weather and thanks for coming into studio this morning to tell us all about it. And
6: thanks you Brian for the opportunity to uh, to to uh, tell people about it. Really no you're
0: fantastic. absolutely more than welcome. Uh, John John Cooney, uh, that uh, family fun field day, the parish field day happening, as we said, in Dainsford GA grounds with the Blitzes kicking off from one and the main fair kicking off from two. Take care. Thanks for joining us. And if you're popping along, do enjoy that day. But something else that's also happening on that day, maybe for a very different market taking place also on Sunday the 27th, is a hike. Maybe slightly unusual in this regard because it's a hike specifically aimed at singletons. You know, if you're somebody who enjoys the outdoors and maybe wants to meet somebody, this could be the event for you. And joining us from Eco Fitness to tell us all about it and the dating scene in general, Karina Duffy from Eco Fitness, very welcome along to Casey at Our Live. Good morning to you.
8: Good morning, Brian. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Well, first of all, what made,
0: came up with this idea that you thought that actually being out in the hills in nature would be a great opportunity to meet people?
8: Yeah, so I suppose it came from a personal stance with myself, um, from being single um, the last two years, newly single again, and l- a lot of my members, fitness members, would be women, and you know yourself, the chit chat is always like, "What well, did you go out at the weekend? Well, I was on a date? How would you get on?" And we, between us, we were all on every da- app that you could think of, and um, I just found it all. I'm, like you said, there, like everyone's time is precious and like time it can be very taxing on your time being on date naps and trying to set up a date and then going out for a coffee and coming back or I don't know about that and then you meet them for dinner and you're looking across and it's all very awkward so there's nothing like meeting someone out in a natural setting side by side with a group of like minded people and no pressure
4: Uh, Do you know
0: what just comes to mind Karina if you're going out on a date with somebody for the first time and you arrange to go for coffee or you arrange to go for a meal you've got to sit across the table from them for at least a reasonably respectful amount of time if you're meeting somebody out on a hike and it's not going to plan. You could just walk a little bit quicker, couldn't you?
8: Or tie your laser. <laughs> <laughs> To know, or stop to tie your laser and one of the Dublin hikes there was two girls walking I'd always kind of just lead and we call them hikes but they're kind of walks especially in Kilkenny now at the weekend it's the 3k loop around the castle so it's handy um, so it's not really taxing on the body either but um, there was two girls in the Dublin hike and there was two really cute guys behind me and I was like why are you talking to me and they were like oh we haven't done that like this before I said right go down and tie your shoelacer and I'll keep walking and (laughs) hang back. (laughs) And I was like, just let me off the front. I'm happy out up here. So that's what they did. (laughs) And the other thing I like uh, about this is, is, you
0: know, again, everybody, you would like to think when they're going out on a date would make an effort in terms of, you know, wanting to look their best and maybe feeling the pressure to try and look their best. Now, you know, maybe some people will, will get a fresh haircut or, you know, yeah. give themselves a quick spray of deodorant before they go out, or maybe some people will make more effort than that. But, you know, when you're going out hiking, it's you're getting to meet the real person, I would suggest, maybe more person. so than when they're out on a, yeah. a, a dinner date in a fancy restaurants.
8: Yeah, well, you hit the nail in the head because I don't know about you, but I have two older kids. I don't get out that often. And when I do, I do put in an effort, to be fair. But, like, that's once a month or something. And you'll mostly see me in the sea, like with a swimsuit on or up the mountains or you know that's the normal me mm. and I that's what I love about these um the guys don't have to feel like they have to get dressed up and the girls equally as well like we put on a bit of mascara and a bit of makeup but the last um the last hike actually it's funny that you said that it was only Sunday gone we were in Hoth and I always pack my swimsuit everywhere I go I'll even pack it now for Killarney and probably find a bit of a river or something <laughs> to jump into but um if it's safe but um I just said, listen, right, I'm heading off, guys, I'll see you later, because everyone loves chit-chatting afterwards, and that's where they kind of get the real connection, because they've kind of spoke to everybody along the walk, and then they kind of, they just, you know, they just naturally gear towards who they're going to talk to then, and coffee afterwards. Mm. So I said, I, they said, oh, we'll come with you, a few of them, and I said, you can if you want, but this is not part of the gig, like, but you can come if you want. So we went down to the beach, and three of the girls had no swimsuit, and the seven, two of the other lads went in, it's easy for guys to just go in your shorts and dry off on a hot day and um, next thing the two girls the three girls I was like go on jump in and we're all encouraging them and they jumped in and they had the best to crack in their clothes Yeah, and fantastic. where would you guess it where would you guess it on a first date
0: yeah and <laughs> you'd be very lucky I think with the answer to that Karina Duffy's from Eco Fitness Karina will you stay with me for a couple of moments I want to take a short break because I'd love to speak to you a little bit more yeah. about dating Perfect. in general at the moment the likes of the dating apps and everything else besides 083 oh, 306 oh, 966 six. have you had dodgy dating experiences Experiences. Would you like an opportunity to maybe try something a little bit different? Do let me know.
2: KCLR Live, with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre, Carlo, helping you step out of the sweatpants and into style. See fairgreen.ie. K-
0: K- KCLR. Very welcome back to KCLR Live. It's 7 minutes to 12 o'clock this morning. Um, I'm talking to Karina Duffy about Dating. Hmm. And uh, an unusual event, not unusual, a novel, interesting event coming up in Kilkenny on Sunday the 27th. So you're asking people to enrol, Karina, and get involved in this type of event. Uh, what's the balance like between guys and girls in terms of enrollment at the moment?
8: So I always like to try balance it out as best we can. Um, so there's actually a waiting list for the women. So there's 20 women booked in, and we've another six places left, I think, for the men. And um, usually it's a nice crowd when we get about 25 of each. It's big enough and small enough um, that they can have a bit of crack as well. So we try to have a good balance of mix. Usually the guys pull it out of the bag the last three to four days. The guys are a bit slower now in booking in. Um, They're probably there. Will I? Won't I? What's this going to be about? But what I would say is if there's any guy out there that's going, this is completely out of my comfort zone, it's not a normal kind of dating, under pressure, buzz, it's really um, it's, it's light hearted and relaxed yeah. and usually I kind of set the scene at the beginning and a few emails go out a few days before and look you're coming here to look for a connection with someone either for a friendship and see what happens because that's kind of what it's about really like you're mixing with like-minded people so that's the first kind of positive I suppose that just, they like getting out they like walking
0: and get the the, the, the final logistical details out of the way it's, it's happening as we said on the 27th um, time
8: this Sunday we're meeting at 10 o'clock out in the courtyard uh, beside the Kenny design usually we hang around there we hang around together for a while do a bit of chit chat a few ice breakers then go for the 3k loop around and then back for the coffee that's where the crack is really everyone's more relaxed and they kind of found their little connections that they want to chit chat to and then mingle around and that's kind of where the crack is then and in terms of booking Karina um, the booking is if they go onto my website ecofitness.ie, they'll see solo events, and they, if they just click on that, it'll bring them to the event price to book.
0: Okay, sounds fantastic. I mean, I'm I think ideas like this are absolutely brilliant because from people that I speak to, um, the dating scene, uh, particularly for people who might be dating in their late twenties, early thirties, forties, fifties, whatever it might be, um, it can be a bit at times or whatever means but I think exhausting point. Yeah.
8: yeah do you know what it's like something because I've um, I, we speak about this all the time myself and my mates and my members and all that and a lot of um, we'd uh, in return then would speak to a few professionals then as well and um, another lady would tell me she was talking to a psychologist about it and she said do you know what it's like the dating scene especially the apps now they do work don't get me wrong I've been on them myself um, but I just got exhausted it's like going into a sweet shop and there's all, all these penny sweets everywhere, and you're like, "What will I have today?" And then you come back out, and you get, you have the little sweets and you're is like, "I don't easy? know about that now." And you, just, it's, it's, I think it is anyway. Yeah, I, I think so. You see, but I, I,
2: when
0: I was thinking last night, right, you know, about uh, looking forward to speaking to you tomorrow morning. No, I've got to be honest I was quite excited about it because I thought wouldn't it be lovely now, that may, I hope my wife's not listening but you know what I mean wouldn't it be lovely to be going through those experiences again of meeting somebody for the first time, the butterflies in the stomach, the, God, I, I wonder will, it, will, he, will I give him my phone number, will he give me will she ring me on Monday <laughs> morning it's, it's quite a nice thing to go through if you're lucky enough to experience it in a good way
8: yeah. Now, come here. The apps, the apps did work. Like, I did meet some really cool guys on it. I really did. But just not for me. But what I found was, um, you know yourself, do you know when you're scrolling through Instagram, you're yeah. not even seeing what you're actually <laughs> trying to see. You're, And do you know, do you know what the way someone described it the last day, actually? And this is a guy that's married. We were chit-chatting at the horses about it. And he said, do you know what it's like? You're sitting down with Netflix, and next thing it's yeah. an hour gone, and you haven't even press play on anything that's exactly what it's looking like with light guys pictures online for me anyway
0: and you reminded me last night I was on Amazon last night looking to buy um, some lighting for a project that I'm doing and I knew exactly what I wanted when I went on and about 35 minutes later, I hadn't got a clue what I wanted because there was so many. <laughs> if I'd have gone into a physical shop, I'm I'm a great shopper. I would have went in and went, I want one of them. Have you got one? Yes, I have. Thank you very much. I'll see you later. But online, it was like, there's just so much choice.
8: Yeah, there's so much coming at you all at once. And it's. could you imagine now, I don't know what your status is, but could you imagine if you had to go online and you could just flick of a finger have about 10 guys or women pop up and you're not even looking. Mm. Which is like, flick, And oh. well, then one might have their top off and you're like, oh, I'll have a look at you. <laughs> and next thing... <laughs> oh,
7: and
0: next
8: thing next thing you're like oh jeez this probably isn't even a real profile <laughs> yeah
0: what's it going to look like in real well that's the thing I mean if you go along to one of the eco fitness events there's no swiping left or swiping right or wondering what they look like um, in a real a profile connection yeah you'll get to see them all sweaty yeah. walking up a hill that's what you really need to look like isn't
8: it yeah just walking around but you know what it is you get to meet the real person with a proper conversation and um, and be mindful in the moment. Yeah. I know that sounds so like, oh, everyone's talking about mindfulness, but it actually, that's it mindlessly scrolling is terrible. Where yeah. at least this way, you're actually engrossed in their conversation and everybody genuinely is listening to everybody else because they're interested.
0: Well, it sounds absolutely fantastic. Karina Duffy, listen, best of luck with the event. I know they take place all over the country. And if anybody wants to get involved, you can just check out Eco Fitness. And uh, 083 306 9696. Thanks for all your texts and WhatsApps right throughout the day. So many guesses on our uh, mystery sound. Congratulations to the winner this morning. Thanks again to all the team uh, for putting the show together. Mad show this morning, but great fun as always. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning, live from the Iverk Agricultural Show. Take care. John Keane up after 12 and Edwina Grace on the way with the news at 12.
2: KCL or live with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo, with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets and a state-of-the-art IMC cinema. See fairgreen.ie